0: Geosires and Abs, I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Erin Weir, and this is a teen drama
0: fancast. And we're talking about the OC, Season 4, finale.
1: And despite the fact that we are watching a show of summer, it is not summer anymore. Kevin, today I ate a... P- eight. Today I drank a pumpkin spice latte.
0: Today you ate a pumpkin.
1: <laughs> today I ate an entire pumpkin. Today
0: you ate an entire pumpkin, <laughs> so heralding in the age of autumn and fall... The
1: sun has set on the days of our summer in Canada.
0: Yes, and now we are eating full whole raw pumpkins. But those seeds. I cooked those seeds. (laughs) No. Yeah, you eat the pumpkin and you spit the seeds out.
1: And they spit the seeds onto a baking sheet and then I cook the baking sheet.
0: You flip it upside down, so all the seeds fall into the bottom of the oven, and you cook that baking sheet, and you eat the baking sheet. Why else would not would have baking in it if it wasn't meant to be eaten?
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so while the sun sets on the OC, the sun sets on our summertime in Canada. It's very precedent, very symbolic, y- very something.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: This sure. is the fact I told you I was going to share with you before we started this podcast.
0: This certainly is a fact. <laughs> Uh, but we are wrapping up the OC with a finale. That's
1: is a finale.
0: It is a finale. Um, Most
1: of it is exists.
0: I I wrote part way through. It's wild how the episode before this was a literal earthquake, but it felt like the least impactful episode on the overall arc of because the OC.
1: <laughs> things happened last episode, and then they were like, you know, the things that happened. Forget that. Yeah, let's talk about different things. Let's talk about all the storylines we didn't get to do because our season was only sixteen episodes long.
0: Yeah, so it does feel a little bit like oh, they had to quickly put this one in because their episode, the season, cut short. It's like they thought they would get more, but they they knew from the beginning they only had sixteen episodes.
1: And it was, like, the showrunners, the writers just, like, could not give up the arcs they had in their head. So they're all just wildly truncated. No,
0: we'll, we'll just pretend. We'll pretend they're not going to happen. And then they got to the final episode and like, oh, no, let's just ham fit. Let's just say they happened.
1: Let's just talk about things that happened. It's fine. What show, don't tell. We're usually good at this, but not today.
0: <laughs> yeah, not today. Well, it is today, unfortunately. And on today, we're going to have to wrap this up because this is the O.C., Season 4, episode 16, the final episode. The end is not near. It's here. The end's not near. It's here.
1: Look, let's be honest from the hop. Final episodes are hard. This is the first series finale we've done. Yeah. Some series finale episodes have been awesome. Like, I really loved the middle. Their series finale was amazing.
0: There's a thing where really good shows will never nail the series finale. Because usually when they should be ending, they should be ending on the top, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually people want them to keep going. And I don't just mean audiences. I mean people who are making them usually want them to keep going. So they'll tend to have this, like, half-measure... Oh, we're going to end it, but maybe someone will want some more, so we don't want to cut off every single line. We could go anywhere. Like, a, a good example of a really, really good ending was the Breaking Bad series finale, because Vince Gilligan...
1: Was like, I'm done with this show. Well, you
0: know, he was like, I'm doing five seasons. I have a story arc. When that is done, I am done.
1: You know which also has a great season fin- series finale? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Joss Whedon was like, Buffy's story can continue. Not on this TV show.
0: Yep. Well, he he knew what needed to... He knew what the core of Buffy was, and he knew how to take that away. Spoiler alert for the end of Buffy, I guess. The they town- destroyed the hell <laughs> Yeah, the town falls into, <laughs> the town's I mean, gone.
1: The entire last season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a very typical hero's journey last season where they strip away everything that makes her her.
0: Yeah. It's
1: kind of like the last Harry Potter book where they're like, nope, you don't have your broom anymore. Nope, you don't have this thing. Nope, you don't have the Dursley's house.
0: Yep. Yeah. Now, we're not talking, obviously, about the series finales where they don't know it's a series finale. And, and they that's, get canceled. And that's an unfortunate uh, thing that happens with television is because...
1: You never know.
0: Sometimes they don't know they're going to be canceled until partway through this, the final season. But if you know it's the final season... Uh,
1: it is th- wild that you choose to make the episode that we just watched. So Though...
0: though I will give them this. They did not know when they began doing this. It was, everyone sort of suspected because they got, they got um, 16 episodes and they got moved to a different time slot on Fox and, you know.
1: And I will say they will get there, but they wrap up this episode. Great.
0: <laughs> yeah. This, definitely this final shot, like this final sequence, they kind of had this like as their thing. But and like had, the
1: first half hour, chaos. They
0: had to figure out how to get there. So, so let's
1: talk about this first half hour.
0: And it begins in the future six months. It doesn't come in that slow. <laughs> six months later,
1: just like the first episode was five months later. Now we're six months later. So just, I guess we're in August. Um. Okay. The thing happened right after
0: it's Valentine's a- Day. Yes, we we know because they've been very. Very good with the timing of things. This is...
1: August. August 14th, approximately. This
0: is August 14th. Uh, it's... It's a time skip, as we had predicted, that there was a time skip at the end. Uh... And this, the first thing I thought of, which maybe shouldn't have been a good thing, was they definitely could have put Kirsten out of commission then for the whole baby thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you were just going to skip ahead six months.
1: Definitely put her on bed rest. Yeah.
0: Because then then you You didn't even
1: have to do anything with it. Then you made that
0: storyline actually mean something. And then that episode with an earthquake... Had repercussions. (laughs) Wasn't just a plot earthquake. It could have been an emotional earthquake. Anyway, um, we begin with Everyone. We mean everyone.
1: So much as every character who didn't live in the Cohen house has taken over the Roberts house so far. Yeah. Now the Cohens are taking over the Roberts house. Yes.
0: We begin, and it's Sandy, Caitlin, and Ryan making crepes. And it it turns a rapid fire of information from this point forward. So.
1: Uh, Taylor sent Caitlin a griddle to make crepes on because Kate- Taylor thinks that Caitlin needs to be better at cooking. It's true. And in comes Kirsten, and Kirsten is definitely six months more pregnant. Mm-hmm. She's going to have that baby anytime.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: And she looks like a totally reasonable pregnant woman.
0: Yeah. So- This clearly means that she was pregnant for about probably three months beforehand. She's, they say multiple times, she was nine months pregnant.
1: And it turns out that when Taylor went back to France, because Taylor is in France, Ryan and Taylor broke up.
0: Yeah, it's not made super clear here. Why they broke up? Or when they broke up, but they definitely broke up before Taylor went to France, and then...
1: Ryan's fine with it. Yeah. Though Ryan does live in Taylor's room.
0: (laughs) Yes, her room. (laughs) We'll get to that.
1: Um, also in comes in Julie Cooper.
0: Yeah, she's, she's now pregnant. And this
1: is the only scene in the entire episode in which she will look pregnant. hmm hmm
0: But she is mentioned by Kirsten as having morning sickness because to, to, she is pregnant. And I think they gave her a little bit of a she bump. She has a
1: tiny bump in this scene, but the yeah. rest
0: of her costumes will hide her bump. Yep. And she's marrying... Bullet. Bullet. What?
1: What has happened over the six months?
0: I don't want to get into time skips here and the the narrative purpose of time skips and how they can be used. Because I have also in the past talked about the idea of time skips where nothing has changed. And that is... Also bad. But this is a time skip where things have happened that weren't motivated by things before the time skip.
1: Other than me and Kevin in the year 2020 being enraged that she picked Frank <laughs> over Bullet.
0: Yes. <laughs> so did we? Did we somehow change it?
1: Did we change the past? Did
0: we? Did we glance with our lenses of scrying into Josh
1: Schwartz? Schwartz. Yep. Yeah, the name. Did Did he look ahead? I'm and confused go... with
0: Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> I yeah. mean,
1: they're both young men at or that McG, time.
0: Or McGee, or McGee, McGee, or Josh Schwartz. <laughs> brains and were like, how dare you do this to Bullet?
1: He was like, oh, Aaron and Kevin will hate this.
0: <laughs> well, we haven't hit every one of the characters though yet. Because we're told that there's also an old married couple who lives upstairs. And it's Seth and Summer hanging out on two lazy boys.
1: In Summer's bedroom. And this is a storyline that will make absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah, it's like they didn't set it up. At all, I do like in the scene though. Summer is putting on—I mean, I guess probably would be Rachel Bilson—is putting on this weird deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's Summer's bored voice. I guess so. Uh, and they're watching dealer no deal. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not dealer no
1: deal. <laughs> it's a briefcase or no briefcase. Of course,
0: it's a it's a sh- it's a show where you can win briefcases.
1: <laughs> now in comes Sandy busting into this. Domestic bliss.
0: They will They will constantly be referring to, referring to this that this room is gross. But it's like they didn't want to actually make the room gross. It looks cluttered. It's
1: cluttered. It has snacks.
0: Because two, two, two human beings are living in that room who each have their own room.
1: Now, let us not forget, they could go anywhere in this mansion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. I don't... Well, I don't know. They brought these lazy boys into this room. They're not there in in later scenes.
1: Yeah. It makes zero sense. There are lots of places. Like, even though there are a lot of people living in this house. Yeah. We do know it is, in fact, a mansion. There is no reason for this to be what it is. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, they're constantly also implying that these two never leave this room, which is an insane concept to me.
1: And it's not explained. Like, no one has PTSD, no oh. one's afraid. Oh,
0: nothing is explained, Aaron. Nothing in this. Ep- they think they're explaining things, but they will explain nothing.
1: So, um, Sandy bursts in, and Seth has to leave the room because the inspector is coming to the Cohen house. And remember last episode of Moa when I was like, "Their house seems pretty destroyed." Yeah, I take that back. And
0: I said their house seems pretty fine.
1: Yeah, Kevin was correct.
0: But but to be fair, what they what he actually says, so they go there, they go to the house, and it does look like they just it honestly looks like they just took those walls and put them back up, then some struts to hold them in place. Like <laughs> they just unfolded it back into it, and we will only ever see the living room.
1: Although we will see the kitchen at one point, and that will make things more insane. But we'll get there.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so the instructor, it has taken six months for an inspector to come and see their house. And Sandy's like, when can we rebuild? And <laughs> as, they
0: already did, actually.
1: And as if this house is a car, they are told that the house is a
0: write-off. I'm assuming, I have to assume that there is some, like, like there's some really in-deep structural damage. Like what he should say is, you live on the edge of a cliff, and this cliff, like, we Is need, going to fall off. Yeah, like, we need to...
1: No yeah. house can ever be here again. Yeah, well, that's what
0: he should say. He should say that no house should be here. Like, this entire area is getting, like, moved yeah, out. Yeah, like,
1: the side of the cliff is going to fall off. So we what need to... What he says instead is the structural damage is so intense that your
0: insurance won't cover the repairs. No, no, he says that it's... it's The the damage is more than the house is worth. So it's not... Like, you can't... Uh,
1: that's not how houses work. <laughs>
0: It's weird. And you know what? Here, it is an earthquake. It could have done some really bad things to the foundation. That is true. But,
1: like, if they cared that much about their house, they could very easily demolish it and build a new house on the land.
0: Yeah, really? That's how houses work. It sounds like like, like time wasn't really a factor for them. Like, Yeah,
1: they can live in the Cohen or in the Roberts house. They will call okay. this the Cooper house
0: <laughs> over do-
1: and over and over. Oh, we'll
0: do this now, then. Um, later on... Uh, Kirsten will say, oh, I don't want to impose on Julie anymore. I'm like, you live in Neil's <laughs> house. You, you all live in Neil Roberts' house. It is Summer's home. It's, they they never really make it. Like, it seems like now Julie just has that house, doesn't it?
1: Neil just gave her a house. Now
0: she just has a house. It's
1: it's. It's so not okay.
0: So it, this this is carrying on from the last episode where that house seemed to belong to everybody depending on which quantum state you were looking at it through, and it, it is,
1: continues to belong to everybody.
0: Well, and in this case though, it looks like the wave function has collapsed, and Schrodinger's house, which before you looked at it, could belong to three different people.
1: But the Coopers were in it when the quantum state collapsed,
0: so the cat is dead,
1: and the Coopers on the house. Yes.
0: Credits. <laughs> Ryan and Sandy. <laughs> at first it really does seem like it's just Ryan and Sandy are looking at houses together.
1: And they do not care for this house, but it literally looks exactly the same as the Cohen house, except that it doesn't have a pool house. Which
0: I think which I think they did on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So it has no pool. House. It does have six bedrooms, and I'm like, oh, you've quantified bedrooms for us before. Does the other house have six bedrooms? No, the other house has two. Yeah, this okay. is known. Okay. Um, so, and the way that Ryan says it, it's almost like there's six bedrooms.
1: I can live in the house. I can with live you in guys. the house.
0: <laughs> and so <he's> like, no, <laughs> no, you can't live in our house. Can't live in our house. Uh,
1: they talk a bit about Berkeley and how much Sandy loved the Berkeley house.
0: So, which. Means they actually lived in a house in Berkeley
1: after they lived on campus. yeah,
0: this is new information, I think,
1: and this does not help me understand Kirsten's age, but we will not go there. <laughs>
0: uh he is that house as character. Meanwhile, Kirsten comes out like a, a weird movie star avoiding paparazzi.
1: and she's like, well, this house has no character and it kind of sucks, but we have to live somewhere, so we're gonna buy it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she says it's boring and average, and in my head, I had to go for for Newport. It's boring and average for Newport. It's
1: a mansion. It has six bedrooms. It's
0: a mansion. It has six bedrooms. It has an infinity pool. It has a hot tub. It has. It's gorgeous. It's, it, she says a whole bunch of stuff that the place has. It has a secret dungeon to keep your enemies in. Uh, but it's boring and average. For ports. Oh, like, we have to quantify this.
1: As someone who owns a townhouse. Not quantify, house-
0: qualify. <laughs> quantify. <laughs> you just did quantify <laughs> it. You have to figure out how many quantities there are of this.
1: As someone who owns a townhouse that was built in 1990, which has no pool, nor its own walls. My walls are shared with my neighbors.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those good communal walls.
1: My house and it has honey oak finishings, mm. honey oak cupboards. Mm. I'm like, hmm,
0: yes, yeah, boring, characterless, I see. But this does remind me from the Average. from the first um uh from the first season where like even the real estate, the idea is that they lived in like essentially what are called McMansions, which are big mansions. But A cookie cutter. But they're all cookie cutter, so she's like, Oh, they all look the same.
1: So um meanwhile we have a short scene where also talking about real estate is Summer and Seth. Summer has the floor plan of the apartment they're going to live in in Providence.
0: Yes. Guess so she won't be staying on campus again.
1: <laughs> well, you know, she needs to be with Seth. Yeah. And this seems like it's a sad thing. Them pursuing their dreams is a sad thing <sighs> for them to do because Summer misses her otter life.
0: Yeah, she looks at the otter's thing and then then Seth says A line that was written in the script, which is, aren't you happy we get to live like this for the next four years? A thing a human being (laughs) says to another human being. Also,
1: they didn't have to live like that because they live in a mansion.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're treating one bedroom like it's a one-bedroom. Even when she shows the layout, it's not a one-bedroom apartment. There's multiple rooms Mm -hmm. these people get to stay in. But... Summer is hesitant at answering the question, and then Ryan s- sweeps in before anything can be resolved to be like, we gotta leave the city. The plan!
1: We gotta do the plan! I got a plan! So, um, before we see their plan, Taylor is flying in from France, but I misheard the line and I thought it said, welcome to France, and I was like, what?
0: No, she's flying in from France, and she'll give us her point of view lowdown, uh, which, because we never get a, a conflicting point of view, it means we can just probably just assume it's the...
1: Basically, she and Ryan dated for an indeterminate amount of time, Mm -hmm. and then their differences became once again apparent.
0: Yes, because she says seeing Ryan now is stressful.
1: And it seems that she learned a whole
0: bunch of typical Berkeley things, stereotypical Berkeley things. Yeah, and he
1: learned Learned cheese.
0: stereotypical French things.
1: (laughs) And what would have been more reasonable if they had just celebrated their differences as they were doing, doing the before. last time we saw them?
0: So, yeah, she mutters that, like, there's two times where people will explain things what ha- that happened in the break. And they, literally, their descriptions, and this is not me making some sort of joke about them explaining things that. Literally, their descriptions are, I don't know. Taylor says, I don't know how we broke up. It, but these things happen, and then we just were broken up. And I'm like, cool, that's great <laughs> storytelling. Like,
1: why why? – my question is why. <laughs> why did we have to break them up?
0: It it works as a character thing to be like, oh, I don't know why we broke up. But it doesn't work if we did not see it, and but we saw before and after.
1: Because before was fine. Yeah. And I'm going to spoil this now. After <laughs> will be fine. Yeah, you can – So why couldn't this episode just have them – couldn't this have been them being like, okay, we had our summer together – Taylor has realized she loves France and wants to go back to the Sorbonne, so in all of the goodbyes of this episode, they're also figuring out how to say goodbye but stay together. Why could that not have been the storyline? I know,
0: which seems a, which seems a, like they still have to do that. So,
1: <laughs> that would have been fine. I don't need Taylor being put on the no-fly list.
0: Oh, yeah, she she crazies at the um, uh, the, the gate guy hard enough to get put on the no-fly list. So, so uh, Summer's the one who picks uh, Taylor up and tells her that oh, Ryan doesn't know you're coming. That Which lasts is about three seconds. A
1: wild thing to say because Taylor is in fact a bridesmaid for Julie's wedding. <laughs> she does have a dress.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Ryan could not know who all the bridesmaids are. That being oh, all three of Summer, them. Caitlin, and Taylor, <laughs> Taylor. You know, the woman who lived in Julie's house. Mm-hmm.
1: Why did Taylor go to France? Like, school has not started yeah. yet.
0: Uh, the I'm I'm willing to give them this. She went to France because she. Broke up either, with Ryan, and she would either have to live at his house. That's fair. Because she can't but live she with could her have, mom. She
1: made up with her mom. Why couldn't she go to her mom's house? Because
0: Aaron, that episode didn't happen. That nothing, earthquake episode. Nothing with the earthquake matters except for the fact that an earthquake. They could have just said off screen six months later. Wow, it's wild how that earthquake happened six Destroyed months ago. Destroyed the Cohen's house. Destroyed the house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So anyway, Taylor and Ryan run into each other in the airport, but Ryan is leaving and Taylor is coming.
0: Yeah, apparently they'll be back that night, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess you could just fly in the morning and then fly back in the evening. That yeah. seems a pain.
1: It's like flying to Edmonton.
0: I guess. Anyway. Rich people.
1: <laughs> um Ryan and Taylor or Ryan and Seth have a conversation, and Taylor and Summer have a conversation that ends with both of them realizing they still love each other because it's been like a month since
0: they broke up because <laughs> obviously cause, the show is ending yeah, sure uh we get caitlin to hang out with bo spencer
1: yeah caitlin's walking to a place with spencer and she's like so you have a million they're, brothers they're go- are they they're cool? going to
0: uh, ryan's work
1: yeah which yeah. is not damaged by the earthquake
0: no only the comic book store as we will learn later
1: <laughs> so Only
0: only the things that mattered to the Coens have been damaged. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: not Ryan. His work's still good. So Uh, Caitlin is very excited because she always wanted brothers since being Marissa's sister kind of sucked.
0: And now she gets 12.
1: Bullet has had five wives, as we know. Mm -hmm. And he has named each of his 12 sons after an oil derrick.
0: He's letting them after cities. Yeah. El Paso and... Uh,
1: Austin and Dallas and Houston. Yeah.
0: I, at first it seems like, oh, he's naming them after Texas cities. It seems like he might be naming them after either where the kids were born or conceived.
1: Because mm, it <laughs> does go wild.
0: Yep, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, Caitlin's like, well, you're pretty cool. So if all my brothers are like you, that'll be cool. And then I guess they're too bullet-like? They're... Texas well, boys.
0: Yeah. I mean, and uh, to, to be fair, she only meets them... We don't even see them talk. We just see that they will appear in every scene wearing cowboy hats.
1: But she seems to like them. She's a little overwhelmed because there is 12 of them and they have dumb names.
0: Yep. Yep. (laughs) And Bullet (laughs) seems to imply that his jeans are bulletproof (laughs) (laughs) or bullet or armor piercing or something like that. Like if you have a child, if you have a bullet child, he will be like this. Except for Spencer, I guess. I
1: guess. Spencer doesn't even have an accent. No,
0: Spencer's just a prostitute.
1: But in comes Julie also to this bullet party. Mm -hmm. And she announces that she found out that she's having a boy.
0: (laughs) Because that's all apparently Bullet can put out.
1: And all the bullets are like, ba-bang, we (laughs) like that.
0: (laughs) These bullets are great. They will continue (laughs) to always be around. And I... (laughs) I do like them. I do. I do enjoy them. We get nothing that indicates they are terrible people. No, they seem good. Mm-hmm.
1: So, we find out what Ryan's plan is, because it's n- not going to be a very secret plan. Ryan n- knows what the Berkeley house is, and has decided the appropriate thing to do is to go to the house and demand the people who live in it sell it to him.
0: <laughs> not too her He doesn't demand, but he does appear at them and be like, hello, hello, lovely gay couple. We'd like to buy your house. Seth. Please tug on their heartstrings. Seth explains the premise of the series. Um, <laughs> what this, and what will continue on for this lovely couple, um, the owners are going to experience the most harrowing day and a half of their life.
1: And if they choose to leave, it'll be because they think their home is cursed.
0: <laughs> because there is some sort of horrible, horrible thing. Just this the,
1: could be the plot of a horror movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is, once again, like when Summer brought the rabbit in after the our earthquake! If you saw this from another character's perspective,
1: it's wild. It's
0: wild. So
1: they say, of course, no, we live in our house.
0: We don't want to spontaneously Sell it to you, strangers. move. Strangers. Maybe we have feelings about this house because you. I mean,
1: Seth lived in it eighteen years ago and was a baby.
0: I think six, 16 years because he was two when they moved. Yeah,
1: but they keep saying twenty years ago,
0: and they say nearly twenty yeah. years ago, which I think is them rounding up. A anyway. Lot. It, was, it means it was 14 years when the series started.
1: Well, and, like, Julie keeps saying things were 20
0: years ago. Yeah, they, just sort of, they sort of round it down. Anyway, so with them being rebuffed by uh, by the couple, um, Ryan, decide, Ryan and Seth decide, oh, you know what we'll just do? Escalate.
1: You know who we need? Sandy. And then they're like, but Sandy won't come without Kirsten, and Kirsten can't fly. She's nine months pregnant. But I like, wait, I like how could she fly?
0: Well, they said, oh, do we need to use an airline? Yeah. That's what they said. Um, I'm, so I guess it's not a surprise. Like, I don't understand why he... It's it really something like he was going to sneak out and be like... I think
1: he thought he could do it as a surprise, then he realized he couldn't. He was like, well...
0: <laughs> uh, instantly, I'd rather get the house... and That's actually very good for Ryan. That's
1: very Ryan. Yeah,
0: I'd rather get the house than... And keep a surprise. keep the surprise. Because Sandy and Kirsten are ready to... Buy
1: that house. <laughs> the other house. Sandy's kind of vacillating. Like he's kind yeah. of like, oh, I don't know. But he doesn't have to decide because in comes Deus
0: a <laughs> e Bullet. Bullet, who will constantly be walking into scenes in this. It's just the amount of times where his voice comes from off screen and then he comes in is. It's like like five times in this episode.
1: Now, in this scene,
0: Bullet is a machine of the gods to solve all the problems of the mortals. He explains the entire situation. They're going to buy your old house back. I got to send you down. You can go in mine. Also, I have my, one of my sons is, is a, a gynecologist. gynecologist.
1: And then the woman's like... But someone might put in an offer on the house. Like, I'll like, buy the house. It's me. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I have infinite money. <laughs> I'll just buy it. Don't worry about it. We'll <laughs> deal with that later. This is why Bullet couldn't be in earlier seasons because he has infinite money. <laughs>
1: it's true. He would make the Cohens look poor, and we can't have that. Caleb would have like exploded.
0: <laughs> oh man, Caleb and Bullet. Because Bullet is just better, Caleb. It's true. <laughs> he's richer and he's nicer. And usually those don't go along.
1: But in this... Ooh. Taylor is hanging out with Summer, talking and about Ryan, just talking about Ryan.
0: She discusses her feelings for a little bit, and then it instantly, heavily pivots to, Summer, something's wrong with you.
1: Because Summer is not really listening to Taylor's pontifications, which
0: is not abnormal. <laughs> because we know what Taylor's... She pontificates, about the same thing. But
1: Summer is reading a magazine. Because apparently, for reasons unknown... Summer has decided to no longer care about anything she cares about. She tries to explain it as, well, there was an earthquake. And then Seth moved in. And then we talked about any topic you could talk about. And now we can't talk about things anymore.
0: And then we, then we turned on the TV. and It was briefcase.
1: And briefcase. I'm just going to say, like, yes, Seth did have to move into her house. They always knew she was leaving. Like, I don't know why she gave up on George. That is not well explained. The- and if they literally ran out of all conversation topics in six months, <laughs>
0: they should
1: not be a couple. Like, problems. <laughs> the problems. Because Seth does not seem traumatized by the earthquake. He doesn't no. have PTSD. He's not... Given well, up anything, like it just does, I said, it doesn't. This,
0: this is the second time in this episode where someone asks, Hey, what happened during those six months that got you in this, this position? and the answer is, I don't know, which
1: means the show doesn't know, <laughs> the yeah. show just knew they, they wanted to get them because there. we'll
0: never get a more solid answer from either Taylor or Summer or Seth or, or Ryan, Ryan other than, I don't know.
1: We wanted to have drama in this episode. And again, this could have been an episode of saying goodbyes.
0: Or or the, I mean, and if they wanted this, all this drama stuff, they should have set it up last episode. Instead of last episode being also a finale.
1: And you know what? If you really wanted the fallout from an earthquake, why could not the Chris episode have been an earthquake? Instead of Ryan and Taylor being in tiny comas. (laughs) We could have cut on Re Michelle.
0: Oh, tiny comas. (laughs) Uh, Or they
1: still could have been in tiny comas, earthquake comas. But the
0: big thing we get from here, the most important thing, is that Pancakes at some point has snuck out.
1: And met another rabbit. And met another
0: rabbit and gave birth to a bunch of little babies.
1: And that is actually horrifying that they don't know. They <laughs> treat this as a joke, but this is objectively horrifying.
0: It's interesting like how, how, like, what what with what rabbit? What other yeah. rabbit? The, br- rabbits, just to be clear, it's not only like they're trying to imply, like, oh, she was pregnant beforehand. Rabbits just say for, like, 30 days. Like, it's a month.
1: Yeah, so somehow.
0: <laughs> in a month, the rabbits, they're either another rabbit snuck in,
1: <laughs> or pancake snuck or out. It's like I, I came To a th- different house.
0: They came back, and there's another. There's another rabbit somewhere? Because
1: I don't think there's wild rabbits in California. Like, here in Calgary, we have aggressive wild rabbits. But, like, wild rabbits cannot gestate with... Pet rabbits and pet rabbits can't live in the wild. So what is happening?
0: <laughs> how did, they don't? They do not give this near as much attention as it needs. I, I, I don't care about anything. I need to know how the rabbit happens. Is
1: one of these baby rabbits G- Jesus? Like, is this the Virgin Pancakes?
0: <laughs> I, like, I like I like the idea that when that in the in the rabbit version of the uh, Immaculate Conception, a bunch of other rabbits came out as well. Yeah,
1: but one is special. But one
0: is special. <laughs>
1: And we'll meet that one later, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Seth and Ryan, uh, after, you know, doing all this stuff, they're just going to hang around Berkeley because, you know, might as well see the space.
1: Yeah. And also, so Seth can very conveniently run into Tom <laughs> from, from George. George.
0: Who knows Paul from George. And
1: remembers Summer. <laughs>
0: from George.
1: <laughs> now, let's not forget, Summer's job was to essentially be a university recruiter for George.
0: They're Yeah, they're really treated like... it. <laughs> They're, they're like oh yeah we're so disappointed that summer I guess she was f- like
1: she was famous she was
0: momentarily famous that so, fame has passed yeah so maybe they really maybe the reason he when he's like oh she was dis- disappointed is because she, really for that moment she could have been a really good face
1: and you know what it probably like what she should have done George then yeah <laughs> to harness her fame now she doesn't matter
0: yeah there's there's this there is not been a reason why she couldn't have done george up until School started. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been six months.
1: That's lots of time to do, George. Now, and, like I don't understand why she had to stay at, I guess, to stake her claim on the house that is hers.
0: Like She still could have done the last half of the school year. Which would be
1: a better half, because then they could also go to high schools well, and get kids before they start university. Yeah,
0: and I mean, that's the point where she is still well known.
1: Yeah, it makes zero sense, Any- but...
0: Anyway, so he, he also says... A line written down for a person to say to another person, Mm. which is, oh, it sure sucks when someone gives up on their passion. Yeah. I'm like, is this where they wanted the accumulation of summer storyline to go? Because I think you accidentally gave it to Seth for a while, who wasn't feeling those feelings.
1: Yeah, you just kind of threw it on him and then...
0: Said, Seth, you don't know what you're doing with your life. And he was like,
1: um, I, do. I I'm
0: making comic books. I'm going to school next year. <laughs> I do know what I'm doing.
1: So oh,
0: well we do have to mention he does get a um uh, like oh, give this to Summer's a flyer and it's for oiling that bullet owns they have <laughs> the bullets picture the eye Devil Bullet and and I'm like I mean he he no he's an evil oil man I'm like well I mean we know
1: I mean yeah that's not a surprise <laughs> but <laughs> he's so sweet <laughs>
0: uh.
1: So while this is going on, Ryan gets a phone call, and it's from Taylor, and she's like, oh, we should talk about things. And he's like, yeah, but I'm really busy right now trying to buy Sandy and Kristen the the Berkeley house. And then Taylor goes, you're never going to come back to Newport.
0: <laughs> Taylor jumps ahead four Monopoly spaces.
1: <laughs> now, if Taylor and Ryan were a couple, they don't necessarily have to be in Newport at Christmas time. It's not like she spends Christmas with her family. Yeah. She could go to Berkeley for Christmas and holidays and summer, but yeah. we're but not if- –
0: I'm the the thing I'm imagining here is that she having admitted to Summer and herself that she does love Ryan, she was planning the long play.
1: Oh yes, where she sees him over numerous holidays and vacations and eventually tricks him into loving her. As she says it at
0: the beginning of beginning of the uh the episode she didn't even stalk him, which she does sometimes. Mm. So <laughs> this would have began with her stalking him.
1: But, like, we already addressed all of these Taylor problems. Why are we going back? Why are we doing it again? We've done... And you end This the- is the finale. And
0: the last episode, you end... I mean, you gave them nothing to do, which made me feel like they should have been...
1: Not a couple. Well, no,
0: they should have been fine. Yeah, like,
1: they they should be fine. They fixed everything.
0: Like I mean, you here's like, I don't think they fixed everything, but you told us they fixed everything. Well,
1: and they fixed the most recent problem, which was also kind of paralleled with the original problem. They just didn't fix some of the middle problems.
0: Yeah. So when you tell us they're fine by by have by separating them during the episode before this episode, you can't all of a sudden be like, actually, no, those initial problems are the problem. They won't get resolved either in this episode. So
1: Taylor is very sad.
0: Yeah. Kaylin uh, and Julie are preparing for the wedding.
1: Such decorations. They joke a little bit, a little bit about the 12 bullets mm-hmm. and then, um uh caitlin makes a joke about the baby being another bullet and now with
0: the cowboy hat on
1: julie just like
0: (laughs) just like this is the moment
1: this is what i'm gonna do this this is frank's baby
0: yes it is frank's child and not only is it frank's child but bullet knows bullet knows
1: (laughs) bullet loves her anyway bullet loves her anyway once again
0: in Every situation that they have to make Bullet do the right thing, he does the right thing. In every situation they have to make Frank do the wrong thing. He panics
1: he, and runs away. He does the
0: wrong thing.
1: So she told Frank that she was pregnant. He was like, nope,
0: gotta go. Well, the way she describes it, like, oh, he panicked and I broke up with him. Which does sound placating on her part. for me. like He left and then she was like, we're broken up. <laughs> Not even really telling him.
1: But like, let's be real. Yes. Frank never comes, well... I guess maybe he sort of comes back. But this is Frank. (laughs) I do not doubt that Frank was like, you can't have a baby.
0: Also, we don't know how long he was gone for.
1: Now, normal people would be like, well, this is resolved.
0: But Caitlin, who has somehow taken on the Taylor love is the only thing that matters. Well, no, sorry. a very specific showing of love is the only thing that matters so she
1: says Julie do you love Bullet and Julie does not appear to lie she says yes and I don't think she's lying I think she takes a moment to be like whoa I do maybe
0: maybe I do
1: but like I don't think she's lying I think she does love him because how could you not
0: yeah it's it's hard to tell
1: so um speaking of the Berkeley house Sandy and Kirsten arrive at the Berkeley House, and Sandy tries to sandy at them, and the lovely gay couple, Patrick and
0: Dude, Todd, yeah, they man, from there from the owner's point of view, people will not stop coming to them and bugging them. And, it, and here's the thing, like these people are amazingly sweet, considering Sandy and Kirsten use every, let's be honest, if you didn't know them, trick in the book to get into the house.
1: Uh, so Kirsten goes to use the washroom. Sandy tries to be like, give me a tour. Let me see if I remember this house correctly. And like, they're like,
0: absolutely not. This is like, our home. Like, are you people trying to rob us? What is happening here? Like, it's <laughs> it's horrifying. But we don't get
1: to dwell on the horror yeah. because Kirsten shouts, uh, Kirsten did not make it to the bathroom. She is sitting on the lovely gay couple's bed. Yeah. Because her water broke in the hallway.
0: Yeah. The baby is coming right now. Which,
1: me, I mean, to be fair, second births do progress faster than first births. Mm-hmm. But, like, if her water just broke, she has to have been having contractions when she got on that airplane. Maybe that's why she just wanted to buy the house.
0: <laughs> maybe it's part of her plan.
1: The other house, no, maybe that's why she wanted to buy the other
0: house. She was like, I just need
1: a house to have a baby in. <laughs>
0: I want to have a baby in a house. So the baby is coming now.
1: But luckily, Patrick is a midwife.
0: Woo! So that'll get all solved. Yeah, there's
1: no 911. She's just going to full on have a baby in this lovely gay couple's bed. So, Aaron. Hey, Kevin, what did you learn this week?
0: I looked up stuff about the OC.
1: Did people like it?
0: Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm going to begin with something that had been that we had talked about quite a bit, and just so everyone in the audience knows, the the I tried very much look, not look anything up about the OC while we were watching it because we we kind of like to take things from the casual viewer point of view. Yeah,
1: as if you didn't know what was coming.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> I found stuff about the Cohen home.
1: Oh, tell me more.
0: Yes. Uh so it is uh, so obviously it's a fictitious mansion. Mm-hmm. Um so it's based on two homes in Malibu. So the the exterior shots of the uh, the exterior shots of the house um the front of the home and the driveway were filmed on a separate home uh and then the indoor was used for the pilot. Oh, a real house's indoors was used for the pilot. Yes. That's why it looks subtly different. different. So they say that um uh the interior backyard and infinity pool were um in the, from another home also in Malibu. Uh and then after the show got picked up to reduce production costs, they just recreated the interior backyard and pool house um at a studio. Okay. Uh, so some of the early episodes in season two, remember when they're doing all the reconstruction stuff? Ah, uh, yes. That was a kind of like written in because the set did not accurately recreate the original Home in Malibu.
1: But they did an entire first season with...
0: Yeah, so they. So I don't think the, the, re, the remodel... Maybe it did... I don't remember if it changed. It didn't
1: seem to change much.
0: Yeah, so they just do that to explain if anything's different from the pilot to now... <laughs> This is the reason why. All right. Uh, they do say that some, some things change. Uh, the kitchen countertop changed from dark gray to a light beige marble countertop. Oh. The sink in the island countertop switches to the other side and the backsplash tile changes. I guess there was a, a kitchen. Uh, apparently this thing was on the island and then it switched sides. Oh,
1: you know what? I can maybe remember yeah. that.
0: Uh, during the pilot episode, Ryan walked out of the pool house to look at the ocean view. Past the property line, there were houses, streets, cars, and land between the house and the ocean. After the set was created, there's just an ocean and sky backdrop, as if the house were sitting on a cliff.
1: Yes, which is better, until this episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I guess originally it wasn't on a cliff. Huh. Yeah, Uh, but that's sort of some stuff about the house. Now, this specific uh, season, apparently there's... A lot of people seem to really like this season um, so this final season is generally regarded by fans and critics as a return to form for the series they really didn't like season 3
1: really? yeah
0: they said season 3 got too dark but season like season 4 I, especially Schwartz said like oh it's my return to being able to you know some of the more comedy based things I'm like I don't think your first season was actually all that Funny,
1: yeah. You may think it was, but like, like,
0: like, it was definitely had comedic elements to it, and that's for sure. But, but we've
1: been watching season four, being like, "Oh my god, season four humor, the,
0: the funniest one." Uh, so, so someone said uh, the show is once again in great creative shape. The scripts are snappy. The plot, the the plots make sense. Mm. The acting solid. Yeah, yeah. And the music is appropriately indie. Yes. Yeah. Um, then there's some stuff about how Fox moved it. Uh, the uh, another one praised the season premiere, saying this episode is the best OC episode since the show's first season. The absence of Misha Barton, character Marissa Cooper, is the best thing that happened to the OC in a long time.
1: So people just hate Marissa, is now, really what this comes down yeah, to. I mean, to be
0: fair, her we char- also hated Marissa. Yeah, her character was not written well. They gave her one thing to do for three years.
1: <laughs> Two boys like me. What do
0: I do now?
1: <sighs> and I mean, I do. You know, I'm a Caitlyn fan, and I think Taylor does really add a lot to the show that was missing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's a long mention. People really liked, um, uh, Autumn Reeser as, uh, Taylor Townsend. Um, later in the season, the same person wrote, uh, the OC is winding down in all likelihood, and that's a shame. The show is, the show is hitting its creative stride right now. It is fourth season, and no one cares. I'm like, I don't think...
1: I, in, with space and distance, you're mm-hmm. wrong.
0: Um, someone, <laughs> someone said, uh... Um, that was not bad, no better than that. That was good, confident, in character, funny on occasion, any scene with Shay, generally touching at others, the comic book store intervention, really mo- most like itself the show has, uh, really the most like itself the show has felt in a long time, maybe even going back to season once. So a lot of people really liked, like, that premiere, um, and like that, uh, people were saying that it did a very good job of transitioning between high school and college, which I would say they... They, they did
1: until they gave up on college entirely.
0: Yeah, they, it seemed like they were really just trying everything they could to not send them to college.
1: And you know, like, I get it. Chris Pratt at that time was a new entity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Chris Pratt is very funny. He has great comedic timing. His character makes zero sense. What does... Why is Chey continually there? Well,
0: I wanted to bring this specific one up just for you uh, from IGN. As musing as Shay was, his inclusion into some later episodes gets a bit tired.
1: Yeah, why? Why why, why is he there? Did he have, like, he <laughs> He obviously had a contract for a certain number of episodes, and then once they realized the season was going to be short, they were like, oh, okay. Yeah,
0: people say things like, um, uh, from Entertainment Weekly, uh, a, a succession of terrific subplots. And I don't, are we wrong? I don't think the season was great with subplots. <laughs>
1: They just kind of threw them at the wall for single episodes and were like, we did it. This has all been set up beforehand, right? Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. That's what other people thought of season four.
1: I mean, I'm glad people liked it. Yeah. And there are a lot of things I do like. Like, I was very excited about the season at the beginning of the season. Mm. And I love Bullet. I love Caitlin. I love Taylor. I didn't even mind Henri Michelle, though I didn't really understand why there were so many French people are gross jokes.
0: Yeah, the, the the problem is, like, the things that they're saying are not the things that were good about the season. The best things about the season were when they gave characters moments where they got to do things that it seemed like those characters should be doing. And all the moments where it seems like people were not acting in ways either a person would in that situation or that character would in that situation. And
1: I felt like a lot of the storylines, some storylines dragged out for way too long, like Summer and Ta- Sorry, Taylor and Ryan being like, are we together? Are we together? Are we? Taylor's house. And then other storylines got no momentum.
0: Yeah. Or they just didn't know what to do with them, like Caitlin.
1: Or like Summer and Seth's, oh, we're engaged, but we're not engaged, but George.
0: Anyway, uh, this is to bring up that, I think... uh, would not be a good time to say it. Next episode, just so people know, we're going to be doing the season recap.
1: We're just going to talk about all and four seasons of the OC for yep. an hour.
0: Yeah. So, uh, this is a little, I guess, a little taste of that, but we will. Well, that's what we we'll do next week. Yeah.
1: I feel like I'm going to have to watch a couple, of, like, selected episodes from different seasons to, like, remember things. No, oh, no. I'll
0: just have the dawning horror as um, they're reminded to me.
1: You know who wasn't in this episode and 100% should have been because they just disappeared? Those yeah. Ward twins.
0: <laughs> no, I mean they are—they the, are the most side characters ever. In side characters, they should have been at the wedding. They should have been at the wedding. Baby born. Baby is just born. The
1: baby's there. Also, They're, bullets there.
0: Just born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bullet, bullet. Who I guess is hanging outside. Um, He's like, I
1: haven't been able to fly away yet because everyone has a private jet here in
0: San Francisco. All many, so many planes in the air. All, all the dot-com people. All the planes in the air. But
1: I better go to my wedding. I'll tell Julie you can't come to my wedding. Bye! It's
0: a pretty great moment where he does say that, like, when Julie has a baby, I'm also going to get you to be her midwife. And he's like, don't! Like, why? Why? <laughs> with, with, Who are you, sir? But just it's like you. You were nice to a friend of mine. I'm going to get you work.
1: You know what? He will probably pay this midwife to fly him down an unreasonable amount of money he's like here's a million dollars you made my baby born it's not my baby, it's Julie's baby.
0: I just want to go on something, too. I think for the first time it's clarified anything to me about Bullet. Bullet is the kind of guy who will constantly refer to this couple as the gays. Yep. Um, but, but he loves them. But he loves them and, believe, and maybe believes in uh, gay marriage. I, <laughs> but he will But he will consistently call them the gays.
1: Absolutely. And, you'll, and, you'll,
0: and he'll always feel like he's about to say something worse. But he only ever just says the gays.
1: <laughs> Speaking of characters related to Bullet, Caitlin stalks Frank to a place where he arrives wearing a suit and carrying an empty briefcase. (laughs)
0: For sure.
1: Definitely empty.
0: I don't... He is
1: pretending to be an accountant or something. I think he's about to go rob that place. But she stalks in there and she's like, so... I hear you're a dad who abandoned a child. I'm Caitlin Cooper, and that is my number one hate.
0: As Frank explains it, he did panic. And then when he came back later... Julie was having dinner with Bullet. Now, I do not believe that he left Julie immediately called Bullet immediately came, even though that's definitely what could have happened. This feels like this was... Months later. A time later. And... Because we know, we know Julie. Julie has to panic for a while. Yeah,
1: she would not have dipped From what we know of Julie, Bullet would have been like, hey, you want to go for dinner? She'd be like, who's baby? Well,
0: especially considering how Caitlin did not know. So, like, who was she? And no one knows. So yeah. she was confiding in no one.
1: So she was definitely quietly panicking. And Bullet was like, I'm here when you're done panicking. And
0: then, then but then Frank's like, I'm back. I'm I'm ready to not be trash now and probably won't do this again repeatedly.
1: And for some reason, well, no, because Caitlyn's <laughs> a child. She's not like, you're a dad who's a known
0: running out on his children, dad. Yeah, like, this is not a thing that you have done a lot before.
1: <laughs> but we do know Caitlyn feels very strongly about dads being there for their children. Like, her dad yep. never was for her.
0: Yep. She wants her mom to be happy and her brother to have his dad around. And I'm like, your brother does have a dad, and that dad is a bullet. <laughs> and then he has 12 brothers. And 12 brothers, also his dad's. <laughs> one of them is from Korea.
1: And you know what? Taylor will meet that one, and she loves that one.
0: Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, Sandy and Seth have a little bit of a talk outside the house. Can
1: we point out that Sandy is drinking a coffee from a coffee mug? They have just moved into this house.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This seems like it's part of the plan, doesn't it?
1: So Sandy talks about how being here is like being in a time war. Mm-hmm. And then Seth's like, I wish I could be in a time where I live in a rut. But you know what? I'm not going to be in a rut. I'm ready for a change. Yes, Seth. College. Which apparently is tomorrow. (laughs) All right.
0: Yeah. Let's get... I mean, uh, yeah. let's do this now. Um, They have repeatedly throughout this episode be referring to like, oh, you just seem like you're not not doing anything. You're just watching TV. You're doing like... They're going to college in two months. It's and August. They're going to college next month.
1: And we found out last episode that his comic book store closed because it was di- – or last episode, like earlier in this episode. Like, his comic book store closed, so he has not been able to work. Mm-hmm. He's just waiting to go to a very prestigious art college in Rhode Island.
0: They're treating – Seth and Summer, like, they're wasting their life away. And they're not. They're just waiting to go to college next month.
1: So literally every kid who has ever graduated high school is yeah. wasting their life can, away. Can
0: you imagine the OC during the time of COVID?
1: Oh my god, these, when these no kids, one can go anywhere? they're
0: just wasting their life away. No, we're not. We're waiting for the, for the lockdown to be lifted. <laughs> they're just wasting their life away. Now- They're in a rut.
1: Luckily- Sandy doesn't say any of this to Seth. Seth just kind of self-identifies says it. Says it, it to himself. And then he goes, hmm, I would like to go to art college, but I think me and Summer might be bad for I, each other I right don't now think, for I don't reasons think we're unknown. Out,
0: I don't think we're bringing out the best in each other. So
1: I think we should be apart. And it's like maybe you guys are just
0: depressed cuz your comic book store closed. Yeah, maybe you guys are just dealing with the fact that you have nothing to do in the weeks before college. But when
1: you get there and everything changes and is interesting <laughs> and when you go to different places throughout your days and come back together, you'll have things to talk about.
0: This this is this is like the people who did throughout the pandemic just be like, "Oh, and maybe I actually hate them." It's like, "No, maybe you just spent 40
1: days this is also the people who are like "Well, if you didn't write a novel during covid
0: you'd never it was never that you didn't have time you just don't have willpower i don't know if this is hitting us this way because, because
1: we do live in a pandemic
0: <laughs> but i like to i would like to imagine that would also be like what do you mean in a rut what do you mean wasting their life away literally they're children ne- next week they're going to college we won't dwell on this
1: though, we're gonna go to the wedding, where for the first and only time we see Spencer wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> he fits in with his brothers. He, he wears
0: the he wears the uh the business formal casual hat.
1: And we do cowboy see hat. that Summer and Taylor are bridesmaids. Yep. But first, before we see the wedding Julie, in her bridal wear, where she looks 0% pregnant, yep. and Summer have to have a serious talk about long-term relationships and how you can get too comfortable together, and Julie says she's never had time to get comfortable with anyone. She was and married I'm to
0: like, Jimmy for at least 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julie kind of nags Summer, let's be honest.
1: Now, Julie does point out that she got married so young she couldn't go to college, and she was pregnant at her first wedding. And now she's pregnant at this wedding.
0: It's kind of a different thing, though. At least this this time, you're marrying a guy who wants to marry you, not he's forced to marry you because you're pregnant. But he, he has definitely
1: to. loves his next door neighbor.
0: Yeah. Um. It's it is weird once again because this goes up to Julie being like, after she says it's like, Summer, you're a smart girl, and you shouldn't. You should you. Should not waste your life away.
1: But Summer's not; she's going she's to not, brown in one week.
0: She's literally doing what you're like. I never went to college, Summer. Don't go to college.
1: <laughs> and then I guess this scene is sweet because Summer gives Julie a locket with Marissa's picture
0: in it. Then we learn like, the, the bullet is not really a fan of tradition of wedding traditions no
1: he's gonna burst in there he doesn't care that he sees her in the dress which, which is maybe why he's been married five times
0: well, <laughs> well also it just says something about maybe Bullet's more liberal than we give him credit for
1: right he's like I
0: don't believe that traditional marriage has to be done in, this, in all this hoopla and like
1: <laughs> and I think those men should be together because they're <laughs> lovely
0: yeah this this more than anything proves to me that <laughs> believes in believes in non-traditional marriages maybe you want to be a triad I don't care
1: now he explains to Julie that Kirsten cannot come, for she had her baby. Mm-hmm. And Julie's like, "I can't get married without Kirsten." It seems
0: like this really a play for her to, "I don't want to get married." But <laughs> in for, fact, that's not what it is, because she's perfectly fine with going through it. So and bullet. Seems happy.
1: I guess packs all twelve of his sons and Julie and Caitlin and Summer and Taylor yeah. and no one else. Yep, <laughs> up into his private jet. He's
0: three, Aaron.
1: And they fly
0: back to Berkeley. (laughs) Berkeley flies, and then this, and then they burst into this lovely gay couple's house. God, this, this, the owners of this house, my God, it's been, it's been less than twenty-four hours.
1: Now, (laughs) when Bullet knocks on the door, he says, "Any chance one of you is a wedding planner?"
0: And one of them is. They are a midwife and a wedding planner. (laughs)
1: So they're doing the why wedding in the backyard. A, why couldn't he
0: have been a doctor? Yeah. Why did they make him a midwife?
1: Because there were no complications related to there not being a doctor there. I
0: don't know. I don't maybe, know. maybe, maybe that's just the, the Schwartz. Maybe it was thing. just
1: too convenient. <laughs> anyway, before we get to the wedding, Ryan and Taylor have a conversation where Ryan apologizes to Taylor for being insensitive on the phone.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know this this scene is a bad scene it's just them being like like
1: we should be friends hey hey
0: stuff feelings stuff and feelings hey what oh yes goodbye okay
1: let's hook up in this lovely gay couple spare bedroom yeah and then one of them will walk in potentially
0: the bedroom
1: and then no because that's where the baby is oh you're right then they'll continue (laughs) hooking up after he leaves
0: yeah they it does not break their stride
1: so, Summer and Seth also have a conversation where Summer tells Seth about pancakes, which is horrifying. Yeah. But instead, they don't talk about how horrifying that is. <laughs> they just talk about their rut. Mm. And Seth tells Summer that she should go and join George, and which not means go to,
0: and not go to college
1: because you know she definitely can't do any activism
0: I... from Brown. Here, here's here's what here's what I want to get to. It's it's fine if you don't go to college like like
1: but she cares about college she likes she, going to Brown she
0: does and they could have still set this up in such a way um, that getting here makes sense I said this weird thing where was like oh we're in a, we're in a rut we're just two young rich kids about to go to college and, you know
1: the conversation <laughs> could have been that she you know is didn't go to George because there was an earthquake and they're picking up the pieces of their life yeah and now Brown is coming and she's really excited, but she also feels like she missed out on the George opportunity. And yeah. she's like, but the expectation is I'm supposed to go to college. Yeah. That could have been the struggle, the which convention. would have been interesting. Instead of this
0: weirdo We're we're in a rut. We're about to enter a new phase of our life, but right now we're this And the new phase will also be a rut. The new phase will just be more of the same. This this would be exactly like if right before Curson and, like, in this episode, Kirsten and Sandy were like, do you feel like we're in a rut? Yeah, we're about to have a baby and we're in a rut. We're just buying the same house we used to have. <laughs> we're just in a rut. It's like, you're literally about to have another child. <laughs> you're not in a rut. You're just in the tiny gap between doing one thing and doing the next thing.
1: So... Summer and Seth and Ryan and Taylor have now returned to this state of existence that they were in before this episode <laughs> started. So it's time for the wedding.
0: Yep. Uh, but
1: oh my God, Frank pulls up in front of a place and he drama runs into a wedding scream. Well, where he thinks a wedding is screaming, Julie. I love
0: I actually love this moment he's so, so much.
1: The wedding's not there.
0: Because <laughs> the wedding <laughs> moved. Because he's an idiot who was who was like, I'll just arrive. You know he was like, oh, man.
1: Because he was invited. He
0: was invited. So he
1: knows when that wedding's supposed to start. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to interrupt I'm the gonna wedding. I'm going
0: to do it. I'm going to do the big wedding interruption because he's an idiot.
1: <laughs> it's not there. And it's not
0: there. So he calls Caitlyn.
1: And, I mean, Caitlyn's 15. She, her phone is not on silent, which is fine. She's 15.
0: Yeah. Well, she's 15 in 2008. Uh, 7 yeah <laughs> if she was 15 and
1: now, now why is her phone never ringer why is her phone
0: never ringer can't say that also there's something really weird about these people having this big big wedding at this house like when gay people can't get married in California it feels I, it's not a big thing but it feels like a thing
1: so Caitlin answers her phone and it's Frank and he's like
0: Caitlin put me on speakerphone and the second he puts her on speakerphone she goes it's my baby <laughs> Julie I love you and bullet's like, duh. <laughs> Julie, I, yeah, bullet doesn't think he's like, oh, sorry, you're, you're breaking up, please. <laughs> and it's too charming to be rude.
1: <laughs> no, you know, he can't be like, Frank, this is literally my wedding. Yeah,
0: but we do have to have a moment of Taylor being like, like, hush, it's romantic. I'm like, Taylor's not romantic. It's it's
1: awful. It's, it's awful. a horrible it's thing to do. It's an awful
0: thing to do to a person.
1: <sighs> so Julie needs to take a moment to think because her wedding was wildly interrupted. <laughs> So she goes off to think, and oh, Caitlyn comes...
0: It, she had to go off to think because Frank showed up again.
1: And Caitlyn's like...
0: I think do- I think Bullet dodged a... Bullet? bullet? Mm.
1: Caitlyn goes to visit her mom, and she's just like, Mom, I honestly don't care what you do. I do think a baby should have a dad.
0: <laughs> I will keep interfering, though, until this moment.
1: But, um, just... Be happy?
0: Yeah, so Julie will need to take some time to decide what she wants. For the first time, this episode's has got, this see- series, not series, season, because she's, she's had motivation in the past. Yeah, yeah. This season's going to give her a moment to do something.
1: Meanwhile, Todd and Patrick are tired of all of these rich people we, bursting into their house. We
0: don't hear their discussion. I have to imagine is this definitely some sort of plan, right? Yeah, no, if we keep keep being here they're gonna like
1: they're never gonna leave
0: next next thing a dog's gonna show up and they're gonna be like oh our dog ran to your backyard we're just gonna to have to go back there and get it we,
1: we, we, ju- we should just get some money out of them like they're just they're just gonna move into our house Let,
0: let's, let's, let's give them a real high quote and they'll pay it i promise you they'll pay it yeah, yeah
1: l- let's, let's it. make it wor- more than it's worth
0: yeah, absolutely no it's good that's great okay cool yes yeah, let's, let's go. let's go let's go we were discussing
1: your story is so lovely <laughs> we're gonna sell you our house
0: and that's how it happens
1: so um now it's kind of a montage but also kind of scenes yeah. sandy is carrying the little oh the baby's name is Sophia rose yeah and i guess at the time there was lots of speculation that that baby was going to be named marissa yeah. which is a wild thing for the cohen's to do no
0: julie could no julie also should have that's named her weird. other
1: if caitlin like if we skipped like 10, 15 years in the future, and Caitlyn had a baby. She... Caitlyn could name her baby Marissa. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I well, here's the thing. I don't know who could name the baby Marissa in this show, it, and it wouldn't be a cursed. little bit weird. Just don't do it.
1: If Ryan does it, <laughs>
0: <sighs> no, no, there's no good ones. So the what I'll say is that like all of what we're about to describe is intercut with the Cohens moving, yeah. packing things up. So, but this also goes in between it.
1: So, scene: Julie and Caitlyn are hanging out in. Neal's house. Neal's
0: house. <laughs>
1: alone. For the first time in forever. And Caitlin's like, only two people are going to live in this house, Mom.
0: Well, do we have a plan for the future?
1: And Julie's like, no. And Caitlin's like, well, I guess I gotta get a job.
0: He sounds unspoken that we're going to keep living in this house, though.
1: <laughs> and I think they do. This, this
0: is now just our house.
1: Neal gave it to them. Neil gave- and now, now that they have a baby, he's not going to kick a baby out.
0: <laughs> Neil, he, uh, uh, unfortunately, Neil got, got into the trap that that couple nearly got into.
1: He just opened up his home and then the yep. succubus has never left. So they're like, all right, we're, we're going to figure that." out. And Julie's like, yes, for once I will solve my problems. A man will not solve them. <laughs>
0: like, but a man is, no, uh, yeah, this is your win.
1: <laughs> and then she goes to clean up Summer's mess. But as a part of Summer's mess, she left behind an undergraduate classes class calendar which I assume is too brown yeah but it makes Julie think college yeah
0: it it, it's it's like she just had to be I mean that's fair she she just had
1: to be reminded that college exists oh right
0: I could go to college the thing that I was talking about for a long time I never did hmm hmm
1: Uh, Um, Kirsten and Sandy look in a memory box of lots of photos Uh, Ryan and Taylor say goodbye to Summer
0: Ryan's just keeping a butt a rabbit in his pocket. <laughs> it's
1: called flapjack. The
0: flapjack, and by- that's
1: Jesus. He has the G- the rabbit yep. Jesus. <laughs> He's
0: looking kind of haggard because Ryan was keeping him in his hoodie pocket. And by the bulge in that pocket, there may be others in there as well.
1: So um, Taylor and Summer are going to keep touch via their blogs mm-hmm. and not be actual friends, I guess. Nope. And then Ryan and Summer or Taylor wander off so that Seth and Summer can say goodbye. And it's basically just like, so I guess we'll see each other after the Democratic primary.
0: Which is...
1: In New Hampshire. Well, I mean, there's a primary in every state, but...
0: Yeah, which, I mean, I guess... Well, uh, would well, be
1: soon, because yeah, it would be like, the 2008 election. I'm, I'm
0: like, so how long is she going away for? Oh, yeah, she's no, she's going to New Hampshire, so she'll... Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 thought she, I thought she was implying that she's only going to do George until the Democratic <laughs> primary. And I'm like, so what? So you're, you're doing it for a month? Doing it for a month?
1: You gave up <laughs> an entire other year of Brown for well, a
0: month. <laughs> where they're just going to essentially... Talk you around. The, what she's doing is very different from what they said, which I think she made herself do.
1: Because she is supposed to be traveling to college campuses and and encouraging students to get involved. But first, we're going to see Sandy and Kirsten packing a bagel guillot- guillotine. Yeah. And we see their kitchen, which is 0% destroyed.
0: It's it's a, it's as a, it's as I said, though I think we actually cut this out cuz we spent a long time talking about the layout of their house again and I had to remove it. There has um, been
1: zero damage the, done to the, the Cohen o- house the kitchen. Only, the only
0: damage was the living room that we saw when they entered. <laughs>
1: Because, like, the, we, we'll see the dining room later. Ryan stands in it. It's fine, other than, like, a few cracks in the wall yeah. and, like, sheeting over the windows.
0: Yeah, either either that or they did a lot of repairs before that guy came in and said, nah, man. You can't write repair off. it. It's a write-off. Your
1: house is a write-off. You can't off. fix
0: it. We, we did fix it. Nah, no, you can't <laughs> fix it, man. It's going to all fall down again.
1: So Taylor and Ryan are on a train. Because yeah. Taylor's on the no-fly list. So she has to take a train to New York
0: then a boat to Paris. I appreciate it. That they actually made that continue through. It is <laughs> like it's it's insane. A, it's a weird, dumb joke, but I love <laughs> I love the little thing where she's like, for some reason, I can't get a flight, so I had take a train <laughs> and then a boat. That also gives them a romantic train thing. Yeah, and, then and you know,
1: Ryan misses getting off of it, so they're gonna go hang out in her sleeper so car. I guess he's
0: a stowaway now.
1: Yeah, because no one checks his ticket. Even but- though they
0: said, everyone have your tickets. <laughs>
1: yeah, but they're going to have sex in the sleeper car, so. Yeah, yeah no. They will it off at the next stop, and they have essentially decided something reasonable, which is they should both pursue their dreams.
0: And we'll meet up again at holidays and yeah, keep in contact. Figure and-
1: out if we can do long distance or not. Let's actually try.
0: <laughs> I do not know what happened for those last six months. Really, let's be clear. They did just put six months of a freeze where nothing changed. Yeah. They just put up some mock... Like, surface oh, level changes. We're going to back up the storyline. Oh, it's ev- things are different. Don't you get it? It's like, no, things weren't different because they ended in the exact same place they ended in last episode.
1: So all of the Cohens, including Ryan, are back at the Cohen house, which is now completely packed up. Even little Sophia Rose is there in her carrier. Mm-hmm. And they look at their empty, completely structurally intact house. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, goodbye, house. We had some good times. <laughs> No, I guess
0: just just some real – some, some some stuff wrong with the catalytic converter, the, the engine just, you know, there's, there's cracks in it. It's, it's got – it's just you worth
1: – it's just <laughs> – it, it costs a lot to bang out all of those dents in the doors and stuff, <laughs> like and we, a paint job is really expensive.
0: Is, we could just ask the new – is the new Newport it, Group? It's gone, right? The Newport Group's uh, gone, right? But,
1: like, we we'll run, agree, right? We, we run a real estate company. We could probably just rebuild it. We
0: know about how this works. We get it at right? cost. Don't we? What what job do we do?
1: <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> do we have jobs? What's happening? Uh, I mean, they don't have jobs.
0: <laughs> I mean, Sandy does quit his job for this.
1: Now, I want to point out that Ryan is on his third Jeep in a year because Ryan has another car <laughs> and it's a Jeep again. But we know his car got destroyed during the earthquake. <laughs> I, I mean... The, his jeeps just keep getting it, nicer it, and nicer. It, his
0: jeep could be that they just replaced the doors and that. Because it was just a bar that fell down across but the middle of it. it looks
1: higher end than the previous
0: jeep. And it's hard to tell.
1: Anyway, um, the Cohen parents and Sophia are going to drive to Berkeley. And Ryan's supposed to, like, convoy with them. Yeah. And they're like, do you have the directions? And Ryan's like, I know how to get to Berkeley. <laughs> I've been there so many times. Also, I'm just going to stay here and look at this house.
0: Yeah. You so- guys go ahead. Yep. Ryan and Seth do have a quick hug. Goodbye. Then Seth Um,
1: gets... Seth says he's going to be lonely and isolated at college. And I would have appreciated a shot of Seth hanging out with his nerd friends at his nerd college. Because he's going to be very popular there. Man,
0: they're really not treating college... Well... Considering how much they're like, oh, Marissa isn't going to college. Her life is ruined. This season they're like... College sucks. Who cares? about Ryan. Like, they're
1: very excited about Ryan's college and Julie's college and Caitlin's college. But Seth is
0: a nerd college. Uh, It's his second choice, Aaron. He didn't even want to go there. He wanted to go to Brown.
1: And now he wants to be a film critic, but he's going to...
0: Nothing matters. This show's ending badly. But
1: but Ryan Ryan goes into the house.
0: And he... What I could only describe as flashes back as he walks through the house,
1: and they honestly do a
0: great job with it. He just wanders through, hearing voices and seeing scenes. And then he he
1: drives away in his Jeep, he remembers driving away with Sandy when he was going back to his mom's house, and then
0: he like whites out, (laughs) (laughs) and it's just at Brown, like, sorry, at Berkeley, like the. I don't know what he did, but it literally, <laughs> yeah, that
1: transition he is literally wild.
0: jerks like he's all of a sudden like, oh my God, I'm at Berkeley. There's a chance that he's actually seeing this montage and is perceiving the future.
1: So he's at Berkeley. He likes it. We get to see Summer doing some protest work. So I guess she's not touring to college. Did George lie to her?
0: I mean, I think she just did that for a little bit and then radicalized George. <laughs>
1: So they're protesting at a power plant or something.
0: It's very, I it's, yeah, it's very unclear what, but she is chanting and then Seth is.
1: At college by himself.
0: And he, all, this is, I mean, so he cuts out a thing of summer and Elisa does pan over and show he is doing Art. art. And it's not just like, and Seth is. Sad without summer.
1: But I would have loved if instead of him doing this, it had shown him like drawing, and then he like shows the newspaper article to like a friend of his or something. And
0: well, then just another no actor. I don't know. But he- they
1: hired so many actors for the next scene because in the next scene, and well, Sandy, also also
0: a summer scene.
1: Sandy is now a professor. At Berkeley, a professor of law. He's teaching habeas Corpus, just like at Legally Blonde. Which I'm
0: sure he loves to do. uh, And his students love him. I'm sure Sandy loves it so much. And then in a scene that makes no sense... Caitlin's at college. She goes to Williams. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Well, but why... But she's having... So it was very confusing to me. Because she is having this... This, like... um,
1: She's in, like, a small group discussion. But she's
0: in a, like... A theater theater. Yeah, she
1: does seem to be doing a drama degree. I
0: think, well, no, but because the, the answer she asks is a math thing. I think they use this same set they use for this next scene for oh. this scene, which they should not put these two together. This is our first big show that we are actually really jumping forward in time, because we jump forward to Caitlin in college, and then we jump forward again.
1: Like, essentially, I would guess we jump forward, like, three years to Caitlin in college, and then yeah. maybe three more years.
0: This actually could probably honestly be like the next year.
1: Well, no. Think about how big that little kid is. So we jump forward to Julie's graduation. Julie yeah. is graduating with a Bachelor of Education?
0: She's graduating from somewhere with a graduation. Literally the... Th- no,
1: her thing says Bachelor of Education.
0: Oh, I think it I think it ju- I thought it just said gra- <laughs> said graduation. No, it
1: just says Bachelor of Education, which is... I guess Julie is going to be a teacher.
0: That's not great.
1: But at her grad... First, we see Caitlyn, who's wearing a Team Julie t shirt, yeah. and it's super cute. Julie and Caitlyn are really, really annoying at this grad. And
0: the most important thing ever has been revealed to us.
1: At this grad is also a six year old boy who mm-hmm. is obviously Caitlyn's brother. Yeah. And Frank. And Bullet!
0: Yes. And I care the most about <laughs> Bullet being there. Let me explain to you why. Because Frank, that is his son. Yep. And he's saying the son, Bullet has no reason connection to be there to this family.
1: But, but he loves
0: Caitlyn and he loves Julie. Like like don't get me wrong. This is a great it's it's great that Julie of all people ended with I just need to be alone because Julie's entire thing has always been I need to cling on to others. I don't think they did, did a very good job of it in the final season of setting up
1: Nope, cuz she didn't really go on a journey, she just kind of snap realized it. Yep.
0: Well, and especially considering how she was also hanging on to Kirsten. That was her whole thing after the prostitution thing mm-hmm. and well, it was subtext. it was too much of subtext for it to be a character arc,
1: but she got there. she did it, yeah, and bullet just oh, went along with her bullet
0: bullet who got bullet who she left at the altar. He he was like I understand.
1: <laughs> no, I was wondering how Julie would have paid for college because Bullet. yeah, Bullet. Bullet, it's Bullet.
0: Bullet paid for her college, and Bullet expects nothing in return. Nope.
1: And you know what? He- she may one day love him, but he may have just made a new great friend.
0: Bullet will occasionally propose to her. Let's let's give Bullet some of that as well. That's he will true. Uh, He will once or twice like a, a year, year, he'll throw out a proposal and it will just sort of be like, "Hey, you want to get hitched?" and she'll be like, "Still no." <laughs> they will be you like, "Okay."
1: I bet when Julie's been a teacher for like 10 years, she's in her early 50s, I'm like, "You want to get hitched?" and she'll be like, "Bullet. I'm ready for that."
0: I have this wild image in my head of um summer doing all of her protesting <laughs> and meeting bullet and bull just being like Is doing bad things. All right, I'll shut it down, man.
1: (laughs) Oh, we don't need to do that. Look,
0: I got infinite money. Literally infinite money. I look at my bank account and it has just a sideways eight on it. So I'll just shut down. I don't care about anything.
1: You think I should do solar energy? Yeah, (laughs) let's do that. Let's go on a worldwide journey so I can see how the solar energy works.
0: Summer's like, I didn't expect this to happen this way what <laughs> yeah let, let, let's travel little lady i'm just someday i will die or i will not i'll just ascend to heaven <laughs> i i both care very little and care very much summer i met your jesus rabbit summer, I showed met, me the way summer i met jesus he's a rabbit <laughs> he's a rabbit now the second coming of jesus was a rabbit he lives you you know your friend ryan he lives with him. <laughs> Ryan's rabbit is Jesus. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm going to go to Brown now.
1: <laughs> so the show is not done. It does not end with Bullet ascending to heaven. No. It ends with, this is definitely six or seven years in the future because we see Sophia and yeah. she is.
0: A child. A child. Yep. Yeah.
1: It is Summer and Seth's wedding, which is in the backyard of the Berkeley house. Yep. Yeah. And Taylor's also there, and you can tell that Taylor and Ryan have been dating for an unknowable amount of time. Yeah. And I think I think they live in the same place now. They're
0: probably gonna get married soon. That's the look at the wedding. I yeah. think is the ours like this. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's at the summer. It's a very cute thing. I I kind of wish they clarified if summer went to because we kind of got an idea that Seth probably because we can we can take the the, the best outcome for all of them. Yes. And Seth's best, best and the best outcome. Is Seth said like he probably. Got more comic books. He's already a published comic book.
1: Yeah, he wrote more comic books, and he probably also gets to write movie reviews. He's basically a Kevin Smith.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's probably doing doing a lot of that. And I I wish I knew more about because all we got from was very quickly at the beginning her doing the protesting while Seth was at his art college, yeah. and I kind of w- wanted to know what was the path? Is he an environmental lawyer?
1: exactly what is she doing because she did care about education and she cared about making arguments like when she I,
0: spoke at the uh, do I kind of wish it was though you probably would have had to split them up in the edit a little bit more it was Sandy teaching at Berkeley and he was teaching like an environmental class and summer, and was, summer there. was in the yes, yes. yeah yeah that would have been very good Anyway, this goes right to Ryan.
1: Ryan ends the series as he should. He is an architect. He is walking out of his architect project, and he's on the phone, and yeah. he's like, yeah, I just saw it. It's going great. And he walks over to his car, and then he sees a blonde teenager sitting on a curb and I mean, looking he's, real he's, sad. He's younger than he's like Ryan was probably. At, yeah, at the
0: beginning. But then Ryan looks at him. He thinks about himself. And as to prove that cycles can both be good things and bad He
1: looks at this kid and he says, hey, kid, do you need help?
0: And fade to black.
1: And that moment is the perfect
0: ending. It is incredibly good because in a series that began with the idea of, like, Poverty and all this stuff is a cycle that Ryan would have found himself in. Mm -hmm. And And they
1: brought that up a lot throughout the show with Teresa, Mm -hmm. with Trey, with Dawn, with Frank, poorly poorly. this season.
0: Yeah. Um, That these are cycles that people find themselves trapped in. Ryan found a cycle of something good where he, who who was granted you know, something good by someone could do the same to someone else and start and break other people out of whatever bad cycles they may find themselves in. And I say that is a very, very good, like, thematic ending to a series. It
1: represents what the OC is supposed to be about. And the OC, we'll talk about this next week, it's deviated, it's wiggled on the plot points about, you know, can different people from different backgrounds come together? Yeah. It's wavered on that. But what it ended on is Yes. This last montage, it's probably the last five minutes of the show. Yeah. The last five minutes is perfect.
0: Well, yeah. And so, we—we we, me and I were talking about this before we started recording. The last five minutes was really, really good. And they could have reached there in different ways. I
1: wish they had trusted themselves that this last episode could have been the last five minutes. You could have made it bigger. You could have done a little bit of Fallout, a little bit – or even half of the episode. Fallout, goodbyes, reflecting on how they're moving into the next stage of their lives.
0: I kind of – kind of will. Like, if they really wanted to do that um, time skip thing, they should have done, like, three months later. Six, six months, months later, later. One year, year later, later. Five years later. And yeah. just, like, like you, you get segments of the episode being these longer moments of time.
1: And then I would have accepted, you, you know – If we had done something like that, I would have accepted they're like, okay, um, you know, Summer and Seth go to Brown together or go to Providence together. One year later, they're in a rut. They realize that Summer misses her activist life and she needs to get back into it. Yeah. Two years later, Ryan and Taylor are struggling with long distance. What are they going to do?
0: Yep. They they could... Yeah, if they're going to do the rut, the rut had to be either after school began. And it had to be really more on Summer's side. Summer
1: missing. because Because
0: yeah. the weird thing is, like, Seth's like, oh, Seth's in a rut. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, well, how can he? Yeah, because he's, cause he's not in a rut. and And Summer, like... The, they clearly wanted her to do the the George path, which is fine, and that's a fine path if she doesn't want to want to do college and instead do that. But it's weird to pair up with Julie, who Julie's thing was college I'm, is
1: so important. I
0: never went to college, and my final thing will be me going to college. But here we're like we're convincing you to not go to college by which, talking about
1: how much I regret not not going, going to, to college.
0: college. Like, you could have had Summer not go to college, but don't do it based off of someone regretting not going to college. It's a just It just and feels she weird. Just, she
1: shouldn't have hung the hat so seriously on college. She should have been like, I didn't get the chance to pursue my own dreams. I fell into Jimmy's dreams. Yeah. I lived where Jimmy wanted to live. I Yeah,
0: they did. I will say they spent a lot of it trying to avoid ever mentioning the fact that college was two weeks away. Yeah. They tried very hard to do that. So, Aaron, Hey, Kevin. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did
1: I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic walked into their ancestral home only to never, ever, ever leave? Because drama. You know, this was a great moment and we liked it, but uh, that Frank bursting into that wedding... (laughs) <laughs> because, you know, we said, oh, he was timing it to the perfect moment. Yeah. He actually would have messed it up because the wedding was supposed to take place basically right when oh, Boyd yeah. burst in and
0: said. <laughs> you're right. He would have would You would like it. three hours too late. <laughs> it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't work. It doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> he would have bumped it. He would have rushed it during the reception. <laughs> take it back. Julie, take back the wedding. Don't marry him. Of well, And that is. Sure, Frank, very Frank, then of course, Frank, Frank, whenever they give a moment for Frank to do the wrong thing, he does the wrong thing. He arrives at the wedding after the wedding would have been done Wait. and would be like, Julie, now, now is the time to come with me. And
1: Run away from your reception. <laughs> Abandon your vows.
0: Do it for love of me. (laughs) The Julie's like, actually, technically, we didn't do vows. Bullet believes the weddings are a necessary construct that tend to uh, harken back to a time when women are treated as uh, cattle. So instead, we just sort of said, I love you each.
1: And then we signed some legal documents. Yeah. And we've just been partying for three hours.
0: So there were no, like, vows. (laughs) And Bullet's like, yeah.
1: (laughs) There was no moment where you could, like, stand up and uh, say against it or forever hold your peace. No no one gave me away. Bullet doesn't believe in that. He thinks I'm my own property.
0: <laughs> the, technically, the rabbit gave him away. He has a weird...
1: He's really into this baby really rabbit, thing. Really into Frank. this baby
0: rabbit. <laughs> you no, know, I think I will go with you.
1: I just realized my husband is obsessed with the baby rabbit. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'll, I mean, potentially also by the time they do this, maybe it's just Bullet, Frank, and Julie in a triad. I don't know.
1: Bullet would be there for that.
0: Bullet would be into that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Oh
0: man, there's a lot in this, and I, I really did not want to pick one that happened during the six months later. But I think when it comes down to it, the most dramatic unnecessary thing is the fact that they decide to do six months later and go
1: just dial back everything.
0: Yeah, I can I can imagine in my head the the talk in the writers' room where they're like, "What do we do six months later?" And then we just like change so like we like oh now it's bullet here and Julie's pregnant and uh. Grind and Taylor are broken up. Like, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be like a shock if everyone is coming into that and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and yeah, changing things and then explaining how you change them is totally a cool shock, but not being able to explain why
0: it <laughs> but, changed. Yeah, but the fact that every single time someone was asked, "Hey, <laughs> what happened? What happened? Hey, what happened for those last six months? Do you?" Think, do you feel like it just faded to black, or now we're here, and like, yeah, no, I feel, yeah, I, I yeah, have no too. memories. I just saw a vision of a of a text that said six months later, and then I'm just sitting there making crepes. But
1: somehow, Bullet and Julie and Frank remember what happened. <laughs> But Bullet says it's because of a rabbit. But the only <laughs> rabbit is pancakes.
0: <laughs> I met a tiny rabbit, and he told me what happened in the last six months. What I have to do now is I have to make sure everything that the rabbit said has come true. Unfortunately, I must I must lead Julie on and not tell her the truth. That she will have to find herself alone to to find so, her own path. She must become strong. She must become strong, and so that she must be broken. <laughs> the will, rabbit said I will lead Caitlin in a way where she will find Frank, and Frank will attempt to go to the wedding. But we must be married upon that day.
1: The wedding shall not be the
0: there. And he's like, well, the wedding has to go today. I do not. The rabbit did not explain everything to me, but he said the wedding must occur today. He did not say where, though. Perhaps we could move to that nice couple up north.
1: I'll do anything anyone suggests.
0: The, ra- the rabbit must. And the rabbit knows the future. <laughs> Tell me now, rabbit, what must the future hold?
1: <laughs> Just so you all know, the rabbit is named Flapjacks, for he is Mini Pancakes.
0: He is mini, <laughs> mini Pancakes. And then she, so she named Flapjacks. And then look at the other ones and went, oh, hell. I um, used my only
1: one, crepes. Um,
0: Thin non. You'll be non. Oh yeah I can just go to fried ones Okay Tortilla <laughs> Mini tortilla uh.
1: Taco shell okay, Taki now, for short Now
0: we're just doing Now we're just doing Mexican food once You'll be enchilada <laughs> Enchilada
1: Enchilada <laughs>
0: Onch- You'll be enchilada That's how that's pronounced <laughs> You'll be Look, burrito.
1: You're a girl rabbit. That's why you're enchilada. You're a boy. <laughs> you'd be enchilada. <laughs>
0: but you're enchilada. <Angelina. laughs> and you'll be. Betty. <laughs> Betty. With <laughs> Mike. So uh, that's the OC. That's the OC. It ends
1: as it should with a Jesus rabbit. <laughs>
0: Began as it ended with a Jesus rabbit. You didn't see it in the beginning? We're going to have to start again. (laughs) But we'll be talking about the OC. uh, Next week we'll get into... All of this. this will be a pretty quick wrap up because we've been going pretty long anyways. <laughs> it's true. It is a serious so, finale.
1: tell us things. Tell us how you feel about the OC now, how you felt better in the early 2000s. Did you like seeing how much Ryan grew up between the seasons? Adam Brody looked exactly the same, but Ben McKenzie became a man.
0: They chose a good scene of Adam Brody. chosen the one where Ryan goes in and, and isn't playing video games. He goes, hey, like that is the most 16 year old like, oh, there's a new guy in my house. He looks cooler than me. Hey. Hey. Yeah.
1: Tell us what you think of The O.C. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA on Instagram, on Twitter, and at Gmail. And please give us your ratings, reviews, subscriptions. We are going to be in a liminal period for the next four months. So join us on our fun liminal journeys. We'll talk about them more next week. Let you know what we're doing.
0: And right now, we have no more questions. They've all been answered for us. So as we let the theme music swell up, we'll just say... See you next week.